0: HMG Stones presents Home and More. Another Friday and time for Home and More right here on Indigo 91.9. And I have two architects joining me right now, Sanjay Kumar and Dominic. Thank you so much for joining me. And uh, you guys are from the firm DDIR. Uh, First up, what does it stand for? and how did it happen
1: DDIR stands for DD Dominique Dubé my name and family name and Ingeborg RIG IR who is a German architect who were partnered when she left the company but when we founded this company 15 years ago in Bangalore so we were associated together and this is how DDIR
0: came into the picture DDIR architecture studio and what is the kind of work that uh, DDIR does
1: to make it in a very kind of a very quick way I mean it's extremely minimalist modernist simplest simple architecture the opposite of clutter The opposite of loading architecture space very very given, neat line clean line straight line we maintain that kind of aesthetic in all our projects being domestic project or being international project
0: you say keep it simple or without much clutter but your portfolio is nowhere close to simple I mean you design palaces sports cities corporate offices villas and the list goes on um, how do you approach each of these projects by the plot size or client requirements how does it work
1: there's always a kind of a contextuality like a project, every project has to be site context-driven, plus the requirement of the client. There are many kind of ingredients when the client comes to an architect. You have to mix everything together. But above everything, even though there is maybe kind of a catalog tick like that about the requirement and budget and construction and whatever lead certification, etc., etc., etc. Above that, you need a vision. You are an architect. You are a creative person. You need to open up something, and you need to get the vision, the, the feel of what you are going to to create, to design, and to build at the end. So this is much above. That. Even normally, I, I'm not even kind of considering the requirement of the client. I start straight from the vision and then I adapt the requirement to it, which is normally the ultra process for any architect. But this is the way
2: I work at least. At the same time, these scale of what you said, the sports city or the palaces, these are proposals because the scale is so big that it's not one single client what you're dealing with. There, There is a body who is sitting somewhere and they have multiple investors. And these all these investments are directly related to the market. How how it's fluctuating.
0: For instance, if there is a hit on GST, all everyone like will take a setback. Okay, fine, not now. You know, we speak about sustainability with every architect who's a part of Home & More. So each one has got their own practice. Uh, how is it with uh, DDIR?
1: Sustainability is something a bit like uh, Vastu. It is something which is a very big trend. We hear about a lot of sustainability, the planet who is dying, etc. Et Everybody wants to save the planet. Everybody wants to be sustainable. But sustainability, as far as I'm concerned, I would relate more like doing the correct thing. It's not because our building, most many buildings are in concrete and glass that they are not sustainable. At the level of the type of material we use, we bring it to another level like a lead certification. Building has to be sustainable in terms of technique, in terms of application of type of glass, type of building, etc, etc, etc. Though I have worked seven years in Auroville, which is know Orville where there is a massive concern for so-called sustainability, green building, etc, etc. There we took it very, very seriously. We even created large building 100% in mud we created kind of hollow stabilized mud block the building are literally breathing that was an interesting kind of a way of adapting actually our modern architecture to sustainability sustainable concept
0: both of you aren't from Bangalore but you have made Bangalore your home and uh, Dominic you mentioned uh, the reason you moved to India was that India could adapt to different situations while I agree with you completely on that in my own way I want you to elaborate on that in your way please
1: I came to India because I was invited to come to India with this architect Mividushi. and that is my observation the, the easy adaptability of Indian culture which has always been there I mean moving from Mughal architecture to contemporary or to modern architecture has been almost overnight then in this way they are just very very fast and the risk I was telling about the, the growth which is going on now it's, it's too fast it's too fast and there's nothing new actually I'm coming from the West I was born in the West I was born in, in America in Europe in America this is my world so when I left the all this thing, it was to in search of something else. So I was happy to find something else in India. I have to admit that for the last four or five years, India is completely changed. The speed of India, the materialism of India, everything is changed, which is almost forcing me to think that maybe India is enough now, as far as I'm concerned.
0: And you know what? Both of you believe it's enough as far as the real estate sector in India is concerned. What makes you say that?
2: Interestingly, we learned a few things which we were not also aware of. Two years ago, where one of the, when we reached our developer where we were ready to sign in and proceed. They interestingly said, like, in India, at that particular moment, there are almost, like, 6 to 8 lakhs of flat are vacant. In Bangalore? All over India. These are the numbers. Which means there is a lot of supply already, but there is no demand in the market. But out of the 6 to 8 lakhs, 2.5 lakh was in Bangalore, which is, you talk about a scale throughout India, and the major player is Bangalore. So these are the changes which I see as the progress of the country.
0: I mean, it is a tricky supply and demand, curve with houses and flats in the country but there's a demand for natural stones as well uh, right I mean how do you use natural stones and what do you think of natural stones from HMG? I
1: mean we regularly frequently use uh, kind of HMG stone there's no doubt in most of our project the, the, the way they provide the material the access to material as well the large range of material they have it's just amazing even though our palette is very very simple we are not losing using most of the time extravagant marble extravagant kind of onyx and all the things our palette is different but in, but we have access to what we need which is like granite mostly or natural stone we, we, we are not using to the maximum of what they provide but what we need to use there and we have a very good interaction with them actually yeah some time ago we did uh, we did their small showroom in there at a uh, big factory there within a factory we, uh, Anand Anand was asking us to design an in-house kind of a showroom which was a very kind of small thing so after doing that he set his own factory with the slabs on the stand and all those things and he has allowed us to, as architect to interact with the space to bring our project in so we did a very large exhibition in the factory itself so this is this is our own way to interact with HMG though by using the material as much as we can and by interacting mostly with Anand actually he's a very curious person he's very enthusiastic and uh, he's promoting that kind of a thing as well I guess
2: he has interest towards art and like even for instance he's
1: even doing himself sculpture every bit of stone he calls that a sculpture it's very cute actually <laughs> and most of this culture, we
0: steal it and we take it to the office. And uh, guys, you have a very illustrious portfolio, but if you had to choose a project to be called your best, what would it be?
1: What it the is. best is yet to come. No, that's not true. The best has been done <laughs> and I could have stopped my career there.
0: Well, this is exactly how things work between millennials and everybody who isn't these days. It's always uh, contradicting.
1: We have done a house in Auroville 20 years ago which is called Inger's House. It's a house of you're right in the middle of nature. You cannot have more sustainable than that. And we try our best in every building. I mean, they're all kind of a statement. They're all kind of in good proportion, in good harmony and pleasant to live as well for the client. But my choice will Inger's house.
0: Yeah. Any advice to young
1: architects? Just listen to yourself. I mean, be, be really creative. Don't take any kind of a program or requirement as a, or even Vastu 2 or any kind of parameters they ask us to design within as a constraint, but as a plus. Just use everything. And like I said at the very beginning but open up your channel if you if you are really a creator just open up receive something which is unique do not refer to the millions of magazines which
2: are available at the same time like how Dominic was saying uh, it's not just the how we the clients they come with the magazines it's also to do with the technology now everyone has mobile 10 years ago no one has like interest. The thing is, like architecture is not about imitating something. You see something and you try to imitate, then that, the client might be happy. But at the same time, these are things which are a little over the head. Eventually the client will also realize that it's a copy. He knows it. So that, that's why they should restrict themselves and let the architect give them the unique thought
0: for them and design for them and deliver for them. Alright, that is fantastic. And uh, before I let you go, I always ask this to every architect that comes down. What is your idea of a dream home?
1: I live My house is my office. I I live in 250 square feet. And this is still my dream home. Honestly speaking, we are having that kind of penthouse office in Shantinaga, Richmond Town. So the full roof is, uh, is our office. 5% of the roof is my house. And sometimes and I, I'm walking to my garden on the penthouse to reach my office. Traffic jam is five, five seconds. That's the beauty of it. But this is clearly my dream home. If I would be able to impose that to everybody, I will do. But since not everybody can live in 250 square feet, so I make sure that the 50,000 square feet I design, it's they dream home. it's exactly the same soul same spirit what about you sanjay
2: any dream house which is like if you have a land of let's say one acre out of which you should just have the small and the rest of it should be for nature i mean not not nature in terms of just plants and trees but even life you should see like dogs running around they need to nowadays I don't
0: like how people say like they dog lovers, but they, it's inside an apartment. Well I guess the younger you are, you need a lot of space and as you get older, you realize that little is everything. Thank you so much, guys for joining me on Home and more. It's been an absolute pleasure.